0: y'all what is going on i am jarius hillman and thank y'all for tuning back into the resurrected gospel podcast and y'all i know it has been such a long time but before i get to all that y'all know that we exist here at resurrected gospel to turn the hearts of people using every gift and talent that we have to port them to point them to jesus that's the whole reason we exist that's the only reason that we record that's the whole reason that we even have this platform but y'all, y'all are getting to look into me and my fiance's new house. We bought a house. We closed on October 11th, and since then, it has been a whirlwind. I mean, so many things that we've had to get, so many things that we've had to um, pretty much plan and put in order, because, you know, we're getting married Um the beginning of next year in which i'm so excited because y'all <laughs> that's my baby i love her but y'all when i tell y'all it has been a great journey trying for sure but it's been a great journey and even with us um in the house that we bought it was such a experience to get here you know i bought a house before and things were so smooth this one it had so many cricks and so many turns and so many other things, but man, God is faithful. And I literally say that, and I'll go into this a little bit to give a bit of a backstory before I get into really what we're talking about today. Is um y'all, we at first we were qualified for two hundred and fifty thousand, And then it got to a point to where when we was trying to get everything solidified, the lender was like, yo, um. Yeah, you're not qualified for this, and da 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 da. I don't think we can get this done soon. So I'm literally downstairs with downstairs with her. Get the email, and um, I immediately, like I said, getting my feelings a little bit. But my first thing that I do, now, like I said, this is me. I encourage other people to do it, but this is just me and just how I process. I automatically went to spend time with God in the closet. I got there and I was like, "You know, God, I'm not here to complain at all. I'm just here to be with you because you are my hiding place. You're where I go to. You are my refuge." But if I'm honest with you, I don't know what in the sam is going on. And literally his words were to me is, "I got it handled. You go back downstairs with your fiance and y'all enjoy each other's company." Literally after I- Kid you not, that was verbatim. with that this big God said to me, my father in heaven said to me. And don't you know, the next day they tried another loan and we got approved for $350,000? Literally, I got the email, I got the call the very next day, and it almost brought me to tears. So for anybody who's listening, everybody who's listening, matter of fact, let that be encouragement to you that if you've been laboring for something and know that that is where God has you to go, one thing about it, if that's where God is having you to go, He's going to make the way. You don't have to do anything but show up and be a representative and show Christ like character. And that's one thing I can say throughout it all. Though everything was getting messed up, I showed Christ-like character. And it's not for me to boast, that's for me to be honest. I showed Christ-like character because everything that was going on did not look like what he had said to us. And one thing that I had to remember during it is that we... Not saying that we had to remind God of the promises that he gave, but also we have to trust in his time, trust in his process, and be patient with it all. So, like I say, y'all, hope that encouraged y'all. But now we're about to get into the meat of what we're talking about today, which is pretty much bring it to the forefront of really what's been going on in the world, not just the body of Christ, but the world. Um, and I know that we've, have all these things that's going on with Israel, with Palestine, Gaza, and all that. And I'm not going to speak to that because, again, I'm not here for politics. But what I will say is we as the body of Christ, we do have to pray and not allow our feelings, not allow our thoughts to get into, not take priority over us living out what it is that we're trying to bring people into. There are innocents that are being killed. There are people that are saying that this is that they're swinging um, towards Israel. They're swinging towards Palestine. I'm not here to pick sides or anything. I'm team Jesus. But my thing is, we as Christians have to be praying for justice to be served. We have to be praying and covering those that are in harm's way that are innocent, that have nothing to do with it. But we also have to pray against terrorist organizations that are looking to wipe out an entire um group ethnic group excuse me so that's the last i'll say to that but the main thing on today is the title is lovers of self one thing that we've seen grow over the past over the last 10 years last decade or so is there's more people that are looking to be self-made there are so many people that are looking to do things on their own and say that this is what I've done. Yeah, they want to be lovers of themselves, and all of a sudden, I'm sorry y'all, my dog is trying to get up here. But this how you know it's real. I'm not playing. I'm this ain't staged. This is very raw. But what I wanted to address is. We have become so infatuated with ourselves and wanted to do what it is that we want to do rather than living from truth and allowing that to drive our lives. One of the things that I've seen a lot of people do, and I, um, I was actually going to use this to drive the discussion today, was that I saw um people, uh, they were sharing this thing of... It was like a graphic that was talking about where um, God said, Show your truth. He said, Then Jesus, things Jesus did not say. That's what it was. Things Jesus did not say. And one of those, out of many, I agree with the whole thing because I mean scripture, right? Was that he would say, Follow your truth or follow your heart. But Jesus said, Don't follow your heart because the heart is deceitful. And I am the way, the truth, and the light. And we've allowed. The world. I'm speaking to Christians now. We've allowed the world to infiltrate our belief system through appealing to our emotions, appealing to our thoughts and appealing to what we think is right. But the word says that. Man has an idea of what they think is right, but it leads to death. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but God will lead it right. If we're still trying to follow after ourselves rather than him, we have a huge problem. And that's going to dictate how we view things to the point where we're not going to be sober-minded. We're not going to be sober enough to know what God's will is for the thing. We can't have it our way and have it his way. We can't be in our will and be in his will. One has to die. And one of the things that I preached the two Sundays ago was that it's part of the reason that we are seeing these issues arise in our lives. Could be because we have not allowed, or really not even allowed, we have not taken up our cross. I believe wholeheartedly one of the major reasons why we... Allow our opinions to overtake God's truth and God's opinion of what the matter is, in which his opinion really is the truth anyway. Is because we have not died to ourselves. We have not allowed the cross to alter our thinking. We have not allowed the cross to kill our flesh, which is really the source of all that is evil in the world. Our flesh is the reason for sin. So we have to make it our mission to understand why we do the things that we do. And specifically, as Christians, is what I'm doing pleasing to the Father? Is what I'm doing representing Jesus? And the thing is, if we're lovers of ourselves, How can we love others? Right. Because Jesus said uh, the two things that we're supposed to do uh, as Christians. And then if you do this, that you've uh, pretty much done the entire law is love God with all of your heart, mind and your soul and then love others as you love yourself. If we're too busy loving ourselves, we can't serve people. If we're too busy loving ourselves, then we won't be able to empathize with people. We won't be able to sympathize with people. And if we're not producing empathy and sympathy towards people, we cannot serve them correctly. And if we're not serving them correctly, then there's no way that we can turn hearts, right? What I'm doing right now is serving not only God's will, but I'm also giving us ammo onto how to Be towards other people, but also be biblically correct and literate. If we're able to serve people, to love others the way that we love ourselves, then we're spreading the gospel. We're we're at least giving the opportunity for the gospel to be spread. Let me say it that way because we know what the gospel is by now we've if you don't know and this is your first time looking or hearing an episode then go back to the episode two matter of fact and in which we're actually explaining the gospel but loving others serving others gives us the opportunity to give them the gospel to share with them like hey i know you've been down but um but the bible says this i know that you're feeling like that you're not enough but Jesus says that he knew us before we um, before we ever graced the earth. Jesus um, knows the very number of hairs on our head. So I believe that he has a purpose for you. And by his purpose and by him coming down to earth, he died to death that we were supposed to die because of sin. And it's through his blood that sin, our sin specifically, has been erased. And now we're made new creatures. Us serving and loving on people gives us the opportunity for that message to be broadcasted to them but if we're too busy worrying about us if we're too busy worrying about how we're going to get things done or that we've been hurt so much that we don't want to deal with people or that we've suffered so much Been Betrayed so much lied to so much that we don't really care for people. Then we've hit another issue of where you need to be healed. Because one thing about it is there are some people that can't love others because they don't love themselves. Some people will not be able to love others because they don't love themselves. They don't know what loving themselves looks like. They don't know how to speak from healed places. And the truth of the matter is, I'm and I'm. if you're hearing it, I've kind of shifted the conversation a little bit just because of Holy Spirit and just speaking and driving it in this moment. Because I came up here talking about how do we not love ourselves? And he wanted to talk about how do we serve and love people? And I love moments like this, and I'm learning that when I'm speaking and when I'm, you know, preaching and teaching to allow God to shift the conversation. Because one of the things that I've learned is what he has to say is more important than anything I will ever have to say in my life. Whether that's his word or whether that's something fresh that he's laid upon my heart and that he's saying in the moment. And what he's wanted to talk about right now is us putting the attention from us, taking the attention from us and putting it on him, which will put it on people. How do we put it on him, which is coming to other people? Because when we put our attention towards God and towards who he is and how he operates, one, Is a reciprocal thing. As we love on him, he loves on us, which heals us in order for us to serve people. I'm going to attempt to say that again because that was on the mark. What happens is as we love on him, he loves on us, which heals us in order for us to serve people. We are at our best serving people when we are when we are healed. When we are healed, when we're made whole, and it's only by him that we're made whole, we're able to serve people, which through serving them, we're able to break down the barriers in order for them to receive the gospel. If we allow God to love on us as we're loving on him, he'll show us how to serve people. He'll show us that that person that we've been talking to here and there, they just need a hug today. They may not need a word. They just need a hug. They just need to feel like somebody cares. Somebody sees them. If we're loving on him, he'll teach us and show us that that person that we drive by every day, hey, they need some money today. He'll show us that our very friends, our families have been suffering quietly and we just need to talk to them. He'll speak to us that, hey, sow some money into that person today. And I'll even use this as an example. Um, I'm not going to use names because this is their their business. But there's somebody that I know that me and my fiance are very close to that she's pretty much going through a very trying time. She's going through pretty much being supported to where now she has to step in and be the support. Right. We were talking to her last Thursday or Friday, and pretty much throughout the conversation, Holy Spirit put it on my mind to sew $200 into her. To sew $200 into her from a check that I received from preaching, right? It's all going to make sense. So we're talking. I'm, you know, I take the wallet. I take my wallet out, put the check on the table. I do my deposit into my thing. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, I don't want this to be um, an insult to her because I know that she's kind of struggling financially right now. So I was like, you know, I don't want this to be a struggle, but I'm like, I know this is where the money's going to come from. So I put the deposit in, I cash up her $200. So by the time that we in the conversation, she has not seen it yet. Then she goes to check and then she, she calls me Bishop, right? She's like, Bishop, and she just starts breaking down crying. I sold, I received 400. I sold half of that into her. I wouldn't have known unless I had done that, that she had just had the conversation with God saying that, yo, I don't know how I'm going to pay for daycare. She was like, I like I, I want to do this much, but they all get this much. Don't you know that $200 was able, was given so she can meet the goal. I knew nothing about it until God has spoken into my spirit, into my ear. That's how I hear from God. He speaks to me verbally in my ears and to my heart. So he's just now showing me visions too. But he spoke to me in that time. So $200 into her. And that was the rest that she needed in order to meet her goal to pay for daycare. Me loving on God in my personal time, building intimacy with Him, made me aware in that moment of how best to serve her. So, y'all, if y'all don't get anything else from this episode, know that if we love on God, if He is our priority, He will teach us how to serve people, He will teach us how to uh, be evangelistic and and to reach out to people, He will teach us. How to best reach the heart of people. Because that's the whole reason that we serve in the first place, is to reach people's hearts. Some people's hearts have gone so, have grown to be so hard. They have hardened hearts into where our service could be the thing that causes their heart to be one of rock to turn into flesh. Us learning to serve people comes from us not making ourselves the priority. And when we stop making us a priority and make God a priority, he'll show us how to love people. So y'all, that's all that I have today. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Resurrected Gospel Podcast. And y'all send this to somebody so they can know that the Lord cares about them and that the Lord sees them. And that the lord loves them this is how we turn hearts to christ this is how we turn hearts to christ and with that being said i love y'all and thank y'all and be on the lookout for the next resurrected po- resurrected gospel podcast